0: Welcome everyone to today's episode of the How Did They Do It Real Estate podcast. I'm your host, Eileen Prack, And today our guest is Vinky Lumba. Vinky is a successful business and technological leader and she's a co-founder of a technological company and also an IT professor at California State University. She's also the CEO and co-founder of the Lumba Investment Group and has gone through highly specialized training and coaching programs to learn the art of building relationships with lenders, brokers, contractors, and multifamily consultants. So welcome to the show, Vinki. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing very well, and thanks for having me on your show. Thank you so much for joining.
0: I'm very glad to have you here, and I'm excited to have this conversation with you.
1: Likewise.
0: Um, So if we can get started, you know, by sharing a little bit about your background, Vinky, and how you got started in real estate.
1: Yeah, thanks for asking that question. I actually started my career in uh, information technology. I was strong IT and academia background. I worked for corporate America for 23 plus years. And uh, I'm also a a professor at California State University. But um, I was also a commercial broker in my previous life. Uh, with my W2, but in I think in 2010, I became a commercial broker because I wanted to do something else beside my W2 because I thought I was young. I thought I can make tons of money, you know, on the side, but it didn't work out for me because commercial brokerage is a full-time job with your W2. So I couldn't handle two full-time jobs. So I put in my, w- uh, my real estate career on hold. I thought I'll come back to it. So uh, that's what exactly happened. Fast forward, My job moved um, out of state uh, and uh, I lost my job and I took the package and uh, started uh, working with my other friend, a small consulting company, but uh, wanted to do something else. And I stepped back into real estate and I wanted to go into merger and acquisitions because I thought uh, that's going to be something that I would like to do being in the corporate for so many years, and uh, I went through so many mergers on the system side. So I wanted to learn the merger on the business side or on the broker side, like how that happens. But before I get my hands on to m I stumbled upon multifamily. And uh, I thought, wow, that's a really cool place to be. And I'm super happy that I made that decision. I started investing passively and then I'm an active investor now. So I really enjoy that.
0: Awesome. And so we go back a little bit, Vinky, as you said that you had lost your job and then you had looked back to getting into real estate. What was it about real estate that made you want to go back to it and then start up on it again?
1: Actually, uh, when I left my W-2, actually, I had the choice to move uh, with my company, but I decided to take the package because I didn't want to move out of state. So I didn't quite lost my job. I just like kind of quit. I thought I wanted to take off from here. So when I took off on my W-2, I didn't want to go back to corporate America. At one point, I was just thinking maybe I just should retire now, do not want to work. But one day in the morning, I just woke up with a strong feeling that I have to do something. And uh Even if I don't need anything for myself, I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to do something and create some wealth for the people who need it and then start my nonprofit. So that's how uh, I got started. So I was thinking, what should I do? But I didn't want to go back to W-2 or corporate America. In real estate, I have done that before. So I thought, oh, my God, this is a good place for me to go back into uh, real estate now. And maybe go towards the merger and acquisitions because that's what my expertise are being in the corporation world for so many years. And having the understanding of the system side mergers, I thought that would be a good place for me to start on my own. And versus going back to corporate America and working for somebody else, I wanted to work for myself and generate some wealth like I said, and set up a nonprofit to help the people who need it. No,
0: thank you so much for sharing that. That's really wonderful. And then when was it that you decided to work for yourself instead of go back to corporate America? Like, what was it about it that made you, got you to that point in decision?
1: Uh, you know, this is a very good question because uh, when I left my W2, for the first couple of weeks, I felt uh, very nervous. Because I thought I do not have a job, what I'm going to do. So I started looking for jobs, started applying. And I would say it was a blessing in disguise that I never heard from anybody. I sent like maybe 500 resumes in two weeks. And I heard only for two companies. And those were really good jobs. And then I got the interview lined up to a firm. But third week, all of a sudden I'm thinking, what am I doing? I mean, I got free and I should taste the freedom. Instead of that, I'm just stressing myself and then just working more and sending my resumes out. of oh my garden, and worrying that I'm not getting the response. So the two interviews that were lined up, I didn't even go for the interview because I felt free. And when I tasted that freedom, I didn't want to go back to corporate America. Like I have to do something for myself. So that's how I started working with my friend. We started a work consulting company and then we thought we can, uh, work with, you know, other smaller, mid-sized companies that way, not reporting into somebody else.
0: Oh, that's great. Because then it sounds like, you know, you really took a look at it and then you really wanted to put the effort into yourself and what you can achieve on the outside of things. And so then you transitioned over to the path of becoming an entrepreneur and working for yourself and building up to where you are today.
1: Exactly, exactly. I, I think that entrepreneur was already inside me somewhere but it was kind of hiding (laughs) and I didn't want to take a chance. Or maybe everybody has the same thing inside you. When you're working for a corporate America, you feel like you're getting your set salary by the end of the month. You're working for somebody else. You don't have to worry. Mindset is a little bit different. So when you taste the freedom, it's like a shift of mindset. So all of a sudden you feel like, Oh my God, I should work for my own dreams. I worked for somebody else for so many years. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you,
0: get that freedom you know you're starting to have to put together like your own schedule you're working for yourself now so you have to be a little bit more regimented on like your day and everything like that Um, for somebody who wanted to do something similar to what you're doing and then work for themselves how can they you know make sure that they are optimizing their time throughout the day and utilizing it to the best of their abilities and that they're not wasting time
1: Uh, i think the first uh, thing i would say you need to streamline everything whatever you wanted to achieve what your goals are that's very important in your life. If you wanted to work for yourself, you need to figure out what exactly you want or why you want it. Why is very important because if the why is missing, uh, you won't be able to get there. Why is very important for you. Why I'm doing something. It could be for your family, for your kids, for your husband, for your wife. You know. So uh, you wanted to make a difference. For me, I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to help the women and the children who are underprivileged. So that's my why. And that's a very big why for me. And once you have the why, you set your goal, like what do you want to achieve? The long-term goals and the short-term goals. Long-term goal could be one year, then six months. Then you can have weekly goals or daily goals. Get up in the morning, write down whatever you want to achieve in one day. I even do like every hour. Then you're accountable Mm -hmm. to yourself. You're not accountable to anybody else. You're not reporting to somebody. But by the end of the day, You're going to feel so happy. You feel fulfilled. And when you're happy and fulfilled, you achieve more. And you're going to strive for more the next day. That's how I do it.
0: That's great. Especially when you're trying to see results, you start to get more and more motivated. And then you just want to keep moving forward and keep projecting yourself um, into the next steps.
1: Exactly. Because I'm the firm believer that every moment... The current moment that you're in decides your next moment. So it depends upon you what action you take in that particular moment. And then that decides your next action. So if this moment, if you your action is not right or your reaction is not that great, your next moment is not going to be that good either. So it's kind of a chain reaction. You know, sometimes how you feel sad and then you don't want it to get out of that mode, your whole day goes in that. But if in a moment, if you just change that mindset and you just focus on something more productive and say, okay, I just want to be in this moment only. And I want you to do this thing only, focus on one thing only. And that's going to be the deciding factor for the next moment.
0: We love hosting this show. When we started this podcast, we were doing all the editing and post production ourselves. Now, we are very excited to have this particular company as a partner of the show to do all the post production for us because it gives us the freedom to focus on the two things we care about serving you, our listener, at a higher level and growing our own multifamily business. If you are like Sayla and me, then you want to add value to others while scaling your business. A podcast is the best way to do both, and we invite you to contact Adam Adams. He can help you launch your podcast, market your show for more listeners, And take all the post-production off your plate so you can focus on your business instead of in it. Listeners of this show can get a free consultation with Adam. To schedule your free consultation, find the link in the show notes. So Vinky, you know, as you're moving along in your um, real estate investing, you said that you stumbled upon multifamily. So how did you kind of get started in um, multifamily and what was kind of like the first steps you took to getting into your first multifamily investment?
1: Actually, you know, we were investing passively in multifamily and uh, I come from a single family background because uh, we uh, used to have a single families, multiple single families. When we bought our second home, we put our first home on rent and that's how we learned about the passive income stream. And then we started buying more, we bought two duplexes and then I got my realtor license and then we got into the retail space. So we own some retail store. We started investing with other people too in retail. But we did not know about multifamily. And then uh, when I was looking to go into merger and acquisitions, I saw one of my co-workers uh, profile right like $400 million something. So I was interested. So um, I talked to him. I asked him how did he grow that fast in this area. So he gave me some knowledge about the multifamily. So then I started exploring and I figured out one of our good friends, Vinny Chopra, he's been doing the syndication for last so many years, like 10, 15 years. So I reach out to him. I'm like, I want you to do this too. And he's like, okay, fine. And I joined him. That's how we, I started in Motta
0: Oh, Vinny Chopra is really great. And so it's really nice that you were able to find that connection, you know, where before you might not have been looking, but as you're opening up and looking for other people around you and resources, you had come across somebody that you had known and was able to learn from an experienced person um, and then kind of get uh, get your feet in that way. And so that's really great.
1: Exactly. I know. I see that's what happens. If you're not looking, uh, you don't even know something exists. And when you're looking for something and then you will see so many things, you know, so many dots around you. You just need to learn how to connect those dots. It's just like that. You know, let's say you buy Mercedes today, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden when you go on the freeway, you will see so many Mercedes. Similar Mercedes. I'm like, okay, where was I yesterday? I didn't see many. Everybody bought Mercedes today.
0: <laughs> right. No, yeah, you start to seeing everything that like you're more interested in, that things that you weren't aware of before just start to become that's everywhere.
1: That's true. It's just your perspective. Whatever mm-hmm. is in your perspective or in your experience, you'll see that more. So once it's not part of your experience or it's not in your perspective, you cannot hear or see. You know, that's the way we are wired. So as soon as uh, we learn about something or something comes into our experience, we are able to see it or hear it. And then we want to know more. So,
0: you know, as you're getting started with multifamily, what has been like the biggest challenge that you had faced in order to
1: overcome that first couple of steps and breaking Uh, it? That's a good question. The first uh, step was just like making the right connections, uh, figuring out uh, what are the dots. What where, where the all the dots that I need to connect? What information, what do I need to take the first step? And once you take the first step, then things get a little bit easier. Then you go on to the next and next and next. But I think it's not like um, it's not a cookie cutter or it's not like a kind of one kind of thing that you say, oh, I have learned it all. In one shot, it's not. It's a huge learning curve. It's like you're going to be learning throughout this journey. And there's multiple facets. It's not like one thing that I've learned this and I can just use as a cookie cutter for each and every deal. So you're meeting new people, new deals, new things. So new experiences every time that you're creating as well as learning as you go along.
0: Right. So also, you know, back when you say when you first started as a commercial real estate broker, it was difficult for you to handle both your W-2 job and the brokerage at the same time. And so you stepped away for a little bit. You know, like right now, as you're in multifamily, you're in the real estate investing space. If things are getting a little bit more difficult, do you have any advice for people who are trying to get into space and maybe things aren't going the way as planned or anything like that, to making sure that they are in the right mindset and continuing to move forward. And then results will start happening as soon as they continue to make those actions, but just keep pushing forward for it.
1: And I I would say just be consistent and persistent and patience. If you have these three things, things start falling into place for you because uh, you have to be always hungry. You know, like uh, I think Steve Jobs said, right? Stay always hungry. So you stay hungry, not for food, <laughs> 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 for knowledge, right? right. So um, say be consistent that on learning curve that I wanted to learn, I wanted to acquire that knowledge, and be persistent about your efforts, uh, take action. And you need to be very decisive what you wanted to do, not be wishy washy, and be patient. It's not like that thing's going to happen right away and it's not becoming overnight millionaire kind of thing either. You know, it's a slow process, but slow and steady. So as long as uh, you're consistent about your efforts and persistent and uh, you have enough patience, I am 100 percent sure the things will line up and then you'll see the magic happening around you.
0: And so Vinki, what is your current focus now and what are you looking to do down the road?
1: My current focus is uh, scaling. If I can partner up with other people, I'm looking for strategic partnerships since I'm in California. And if I can scale up and then generate more wealth because I wanted to set up a nonprofit organization like I mentioned before. And I wanted to use that vehicle to invest in real estate so that we're using the perpetual returns to to donate to the projects that are closer to our heart. I wanted to, my longer term vision is that I wanted to set up an organization that's running on autopilot, is generating enough money for the people and helping them who are uh, underprivileged or who are under the survival mode. So they get beyond the survival mode and help other people around them. So it's just like kind of in autopilot mode. It's not like me donating and that donation is done. It's just like kind of a perpetual kind of thing and it's ongoing. And uh, that's how I wanted to make uh, my nonprofit work or that's what at least my vision is. Because that way, when I'm not here one day, my nonprofit is going. Um, so it's generating wealth for people and people are able to use that money for, uh, you know, for their basic needs.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. It's not, it sounds like um generating uh, constant cash flow for your nonprofit organization. And I think that's a great cause that you're
1: working towards. Yeah, exactly. I'm learning the specifics or logistics, you know, how to do it. Still, but I know that it's going to happen because uh, I have a very strong feeling because when you do for something for somebody, it always happens. And the people who need it, uh, they're asking for it. (laughs) Not me, at least, uh, you know, to the universe, to their God or whatever, you know, so it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I think so. And especially, like you said, you have the drive, you have your big why as to why you're wanting to do what you're doing and then um, taking those consistent actions. And, you know, I think the people that you're trying to help are very lucky to have you to be able to have someone to advocate for them and to, you know, try to create something and helping them build wealth along the way as well. Yeah, thank you. So, Vinky, how has real estate investing impacted your life
1: so far? So far, I feel super happy. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoy this space and I'm super happy that I step into this arena, the real estate, wonderful, wonderful world of real estate investing because I'm meeting so many like-minded people and I love everybody's energy, how positive everybody is and the willingness of people to help you to share the knowledge. And uh, it's a very, I would say, healthy environment, which I really enjoy. And I just feel like my mindset is changed. I'm like so at ease. Like I mentioned to you a few years back, I was thinking that I'm retired. I don't want to work. And now I think I don't want to retire. I just want to keep on working. It just gives me so much happiness.
0: And what is one thing that you know now about real estate that you wish you knew when you first started?
1: Multifamily investing. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had known this 20 years ago when I started my career. But everything happens
0: at the right time. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I, I think that that's true. Um, you know, everything happens at the right time, you know, and then you just have to be able to recognize the opportunities that are around you. And Like what we were kind of talking about it before, being able to see those blessings in disguises and taking those opportunities and and utilizing it to be able to get you to where you are and just opening your eyes to different opportunities and things that are out there. Um, I think that, um, yes, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying.
1: That's so true. Yeah, at the right place at the right time. So you're only able to see the opportunities or the probabilities when you're at the right place and at the right time. So if the time is not right or you're not at the right place, opportunity is going to be all around you Still, you won't be able to see it. So right place, right time. That's the key. What is
0: one thing that sets the successful people apart in the real estate investing business?
1: I think they're hungry. And uh, uh, they're hungry always, and they are willing to take the action. They're very action-oriented. So oh, if you're action-oriented, that sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. It's not necessarily, yeah. Uh, I know I can see the possibilities, or I can see the opportunities around me, but I do not have the courage to take the action.
0: And do you have any tools or techniques that you've used in your business or your personal life that have helped you to improve your efficiency that you can share with us today?
1: Yes, I would say I strongly believe that you should always turn inwards to see who you are and believe in yourself. That's the first thing. Not necessarily everybody sees you the same way you see yourself. So just being yourself, being authentic, that makes you successful as well or takes you to the next step achieve the success, whatever that success mean to you, because your success might not mean the same thing to the next person or to the, anybody around you. So, uh, because everybody has a different definition of success.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that, Minky. And thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and your experience. Um, I really enjoyed today's conversation. Super grateful to have you on the episode today.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I absolutely enjoyed it as well. Thanks for having me on your show.
0: And so, Vinke, before we jump off, you know, um, if our listeners want to find out more about you and find out more about what you're doing, where can they go? Um, what's the best place to find you?
1: You can go to my website, uh, lumbainvest.com, and you can download my free ebook, Seven Reasons Why Real Estate Syndication Build Long Term Wealth. Or you can reach me out on LinkedIn, Facebook. I'm all over the social media. Just Google me by my name, Vinky Lumba.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much again, Vinky.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And thank you for listening to our podcast today, brought to you by Bonavest Capital. We would really appreciate it if you can go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. Also, please don't forget to subscribe so you can always get the latest episodes. You can also connect with us on Facebook, How Did They Do It Real Estate? We'd love to hear your feedback and any topics that you're interested in for future episodes. Lastly, to learn more about us, you can go to bonifestcapital.com and fill out the Contact Us page so you can speak to us directly. Nothing on the show should be considered as specific personal advice. Please consult your legal, tax, and real estate professionals for individualized advice.